Hey, so how's everybody doing? Um, thank you so much for checking into the last episode about authenticity, integrity, and individuality. I hope you liked it, and um, I hope you liked uh, my little bits about Punky Brewster and Star Trek, because uh, who would I be? if I wasn't an 80s, 90s kid and didn't mention Punky Brewster and what kind of nerd or geek would I be if I didn't talk about Star Trek in (laughs) one of the first four episodes of my podcast. So I hope you all have been trying your best. Uh, I actually did something I told you I'd try to do last time. I worked out. I got on the treadmill. Oh my gosh, it was wild. I started and then um, I'll do a thing where I'll go um, at a normal pace and then I'll speed up for a little bit and then I'll go back and forth. Um, it's kind of like a like a mini hit, um, high intensity kind of routine. Um, but uh, the first time I sped up, I could feel it like my ankles hurt a little bit and like my knee is hurt and I probably should have stretched actually and uh, loosened up my joints Um, and I probably could have had more water um, but I was proud of myself I kept going I first started um, when I got on the treadmill I listened to um, a book and then once I had listened to a chapter I started watching a show And when I do, when I'm on the treadmill and I watch TV shows, um, if it's like a DVR recording or a, um, like a streaming show during the commercials, I will pick up my pace and that helps me kind of keep track. Or I used to do like every five minutes, I'd pick up the pace and then go back a little bit. Or if I could pick, keep the pace up for a while, I'd try, try and, uh, and for a last bit, I'll speed up and try to maintain and then I'll do I'll stop and do some stretches um that I learned in spin class and um mostly for your legs so that's why I do those and then I do some weights uh but oh gosh and and what I what I do when I work out is um today it was really cold in the house so I didn't think I'd be like super hot while working out but I was and usually what I'll do is I'll turn on um, a big air purifier I have in the gym room um, that I'm in right now and um, it'll circulate the air and it gets a good little mini breeze but I forgot and I knew if I got off the treadmill to turn it on I might like lose my momentum and I was scared. So I worked out and um, I did really well. I'm proud of myself, <laughs> obviously, because I've got, been going on about it for three minutes, but it felt really good. And um, later I drank some water, I ate some more because I probably should have eaten more before working out. Um, and I uh, gave myself a little self care. I did like a a DIY um, hair mask um, and sat on the couch for a bit and rested and then I showered Um, yeah of course right after uh, working out um, I do like clean up a little bit because like if you sit and you're sweaty like you'll get 
gross. It's just, yeah, especially your face. Um, so little tip, you know, wash your face after working out. And they make those little wipes too, but I feel like those wipes are like bad for the environment now. So now I have like tons and tons of makeup eraser or off-brand makeup eraser um, little towels. They're really cute though, so get get some of those. Um, yeah, and definitely after working out, I noticed my skin looked really good. Um, so I'm gonna stick with it and make sure my skin looks really good and my body will too, and I'll feel good and I'll feel happy and motivated and uh, I hope this inspires you if you need to work out and if you have tips give them to me yeah so I've been feeling really motivated today and um, really positive I journaled today too which was pretty great I uh, did my shine um, morning message and that had some journaling in it so I journaled a lot and then I watched a webinar um, from this uh, female entrepreneur group that I'm a part of. Um, so I took some notes on that and that was pretty good. Uh, and then I was wiped out. So um, I had a little rest, which was good and good for my migraine brain. Um, so today I want to talk to you about money, specifically saving your money. Right now, we are going through an unprecedented time with the global pandemic that's been going on since last year with um, social injustice that we're dealing with every day, um, an election that's just, it's, everything is unprecedented and it's crazy and we're in a recession. And we're not going to see the effects of everything until much later. And so we need to be smart about what we're doing now. I am one of those people where I, um, I love with money. I will buy my nieces tons of little things I see that are cute for them because they are adorable and sweet and wonderful. And, um, and now my nephew... I'll get him things. Now I feel like I'm a bit smarter about my purchases than when I was when I was younger because I'm less frivolous and I kind of pay attention to prices and trends and quality and um, sustainability and things. So it takes time to get there. But um, there are some good tips that um, I have for you that will help you with overall saving. And in the future, I'll give you more tips on um, sneaky ways to save and interesting apps and tools you can use. So when you think about saving for yourself or your household's budget, um, first you need, you need the B word, you need a budget. Look at your income and then look at your necessary spending, which are your... Um, your home costs, your rent or your mortgage or etc. Um, your utility costs, power, water, um, add your HOA, um, gas, anything. And then any other 
incidentals like um, your insurance and any extra insurance you need to um, keep account of sometimes we forget about our car insurance home insurance extra life insurance and things like that and then you look at your um like semi-essential spending um cable uh gym um other lifestyle spending and then the extras um there are tons of detailed budgeting tips and tools don't just take my word for it this is just an overview of um what a budget kind of looks like there is a um a budgeting tool from um it's on google sheets and um you can just look it up um on um, clark howard's website he mentioned it um actually on the august 20th so um he mentions the google sheets free budgeting tool so you can use that um, go to clark howard's website for tons of saving tips and helpful tips um and um i actually went to the skim um that's the skim s-k-i-m-m and i have signed up for well i signed up a long time ago for their daily email that gives you a snippet of news that's going on throughout the world um and it gives you a good brief and there's been times where i've listened to npr like a day later or maybe later that day and i've already gotten all the news i heard on npr from the skim so it's pretty good and it's just a quick email and then in that email they have some savings and things but they have a blog and they have I believe two budget blog posts so check those out and they give you a good overview um, aside from a budget I think the most important thing is to have a financial advisor or someone you can talk to um, to kind of explain some things to you if your company has a um preferred um company that they deal with um it's good to go that route um but also every bank has every big bank has an advisor that can talk to you about your money and help you with a savings account or your um your 401k company has advisors that can help you with um just with certain things there 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 might be a difference in scope of what they can help you with but um like i talked to my advisor i think earlier this year or late last year and they told me about the right amount of money i should be putting into my 401k and that was super helpful um i think i could also talk to them again and talk to maybe a bank financial advisor um, about my money. Uh, luckily, I also have a um, a executive in finance in my family, so I ask him questions. And um, my dad is just a really good uh, business person, so I can talk to him about stuff, and he's super helpful. It's you know it's. A shame not everyone has that and you know like I've listening to this book now and the author said that the person at her bank taught her how to write a check 
Um, and I think that's just a symptom of, you know, working class parents and just life and things happening in, um, luckily in my middle school and I believe in high school, we had a class where we learned just those simple skills, like how to write a comment letter to a company, how to write a check and the appropriate way to write a check. Please know that if you write in the, um, where you spell out the amount, when you put and, that means a period. So if you put $40 and 20 cents, that's 40.20. If you mean $103, you shouldn't put 103 because the and, if they're being cautious and checking it, the and means a period and you'd be giving someone $10.30 instead of $103. Um, that happened to my friend one time and I explained it to her and she had never learned it. So um, it's good to talk to financial advisors and it's good to look at your expenses. Uh, nowadays with technology and looking at digital options for our banking, no one bounces a check anymore, a checkbook anymore. It's just, if you do or know someone who does, Props to you. I mean, that's awesome. So one other thing you should do besides budgeting, having a financial advisor is make sure you have a savings account. Even if you put like five bucks in it a week, um, and I say a week because I'm not going to, I'm not going to um, encourage you to do a month. Be better to just, just put more in there as you go. Um, make sure you have one. And just set automatic transfers and you won't pay attention to it. And you just, you know, look at your account whenever. Um, there was some great uh, accounts online years ago and they were all competing and then everything went crazy and rates went down for savings accounts. And then they bumped up again and there was a bunch of accounts that were great. I signed up for the Citibank savings account and had a great rate. And then it went down again, but um, that one has a variable rate, so it goes up and down. I believe the American Express one does too, so I have that one. And I also have um, a savings account through TIAA CREF, and I believe it's the, it's one of the TIAA systems. It's a smaller system though. And I trust that account, even though the rate is low, I feel totally comfortable with that account, the user interface, and I feel safe with it um, and giving them my money. So I always keep that account, even though it's a lower rate. Um, so just if you have a savings account, awesome. Keep going with it. it my account has helped me with things like paying taxes um, in the past. Um, and it's just like you forget about it and then you have money there and it makes you happy and helps you to know you're doing the right thing. Um, if you have debt, definitely look at that. Try and find a way to pay it off. Um, everyone has debt. You know, one time I was bummed because I had a lot of things going on and I had some debt and I talked to two friends of mine and they're like, it's fine. Everyone has debt. It's okay. And as I've gotten older, I've shown myself that I can have debt and I can pay it off. 
um, a year or two ago, I had to replace my AC system in my house. It was a huge nightmare. Um, but the financing was good. It was through the um, large retailer that connected me with the um, AC company. And um, I had a chunk of debt and a huge payment every month. And I got through it and I paid that thing off like super fast. So I know I can do it. I prove it, prove it to myself all the time. And um, it's, okay. it's okay. You just have to make a plan and stick to it and you'll get out of the hole. I know with um, lots of people that have student loan debt and still have that, that it's just those numbers, they are just panic attacks waiting to happen those bills so talk to a financial advisor talk to um, your student loan companies about anything they can do to help you during this time and um, try your best to look at all of your costs and get those down and that's where I'm gonna go into some things you can do to um, negotiate and help with your bills. So with your cable or internet provider, you can always call and ask them for a new deal on your plan. If you are noticing that you're using your internet more, you're not watching a lot of TV, you can totally change your plan. Um, some people don't have a traditional cable TV set up anymore. They don't have the channels just coming through Comcast or AT&T or whoever. But you, if you do, you can always call them and negotiate a better rate or better deal. Uh, I've tried this a couple times. I just tried it last week. Um, I didn't go as low as I should have, but it's okay. They said I could call back in two months and see if there were new um, rates for me, which is awesome that they're willing to do that and I don't have to sacrifice um, a lot of the programming I enjoy because I am a TV junkie and I do like I have my TV login like logged in to so many devices like if I were to cancel that would be a pain um, you can also call your credit card companies and talk with them about lowering your interest rate talking to them about any other special offers, balance transfers, anything, and let them know. Um, if you're going through specific hardship, mention that, and you should be able to get um, some help there. With utilities, it's a bit harder, but they do have um, policies where if you are short on money, you can um, pause your payment or talk to them, and they'll work with you and help you out um mortgage companies i'm not sure i think maybe you can work with them um it might be easier once there's a new deal in place um for the country so i'm not too sure but you can always um talk to a financial advisor from your bank or um, talk to your mortgage company about refinancing and definitely for um, people in apartments or renting negotiate that rate just just 
try, just try and negotiate. Um, in college, we were in a lease that just was a mess uh, because my friends had moved in, like not on a normal time, like not like college moving in during the summer. It was weird. So we would have um, had to move out three months before school ended. So we tried to talk to the um, uh, the leasing office and we're like, can we do like something? And they were weird about it. And then they told us we could have a month to month lease, but it would be super high. And then they negotiated with us and it ended up being fine. I think I only paid like 20 or $30 more for rent um, back then. Oh, and, and those were the good old days of having roommates to share your rent with and your bills with. Oh, what a grand time. Uh, so yeah, so you, sh- you can negotiate anything. Just talk to people and be pleasant and just say, hey, how are you? This is a really hard time for me and I wanted to know if you could help me out. Um, another thing to do is if you um, your company has discounts and rates, look at those. And definitely, definitely if you've worked for a big company and you can get a discounted cell phone plan, do that. If you can get on a cell phone plan with your partner or your parents or someone, do that. Do anything you can to lower any extra costs that can easily be, you know, strategically maneuvered to be lower. Um, If you want some tips and tricks and you're like, Trish, this is ridiculous. I don't believe it. Reach out to me. I will help you. We can figure it out. Um, another thing is with your streaming services, um, like your Hulu, Netflix, uh, not sure about Disney plus because I was one of those people that signed up for the three year thing and I didn't know you had to pay up front. So then I just paid up front. So I have Disney plus forever. Um, but with most streaming services, you can pause your account I have done this with Hulu multiple times and I've paused it for various reasons. Like I wasn't watching it or, you know, like I was like, why am I just, you know, spending it? And it might seem like not that much money, but I mean, 12 bucks a month times the whole year, you know, that's a good chunk of change. Or even like if you pause it for two or three months, that's a quick grocery trip for you and you're saving that money when you could have just been not doing anything and just throwing it away. Um, and another thing with streaming services, as we all know, you can share depending on the number of users you're allowed to have on your account. Um, between my family, my sister and my Household, I say household in quotes because I still feel like I don't have a household, but I do. I'm an adult, I do. Um, we have so many devices and logins and things, but I like to manage the Netflix, the Hulu, and of course, I, I just signed up for Disney Plus willy nilly. And uh, my nieces had logged in the first day like it gave them the login like I signed I finally signed in and I saw all their little profiles up there and I was like really like I can't be a Rapunzel because you're already Rapunzel but it worked out it's fine um 
so yeah, you can pause those streaming services, which is awesome. Other resources, the library. You can get so many things from the library. There are free apps for television. If you haven't heard, the most amazing app for audiobooks is Libby. You can get almost any book on it. They're all free. You just search for the book. Um, you can search for um, a digital book or an audio book. They have everything. They have Michelle Obama's Becoming. They have most of Brene Brown's books. I think they only, like, they don't have one of them. Um, they have just everything you can imagine, every new book, and you check it out like you would a book at the library, but it holds it in your queue on your app, and it releases it to you, and um, you have two weeks to read it. Um, they updated the features like, a, I think, six months ago, and if you get a book and you're not ready for it, you can pause, and you can manage that download, and you can get it later. Um, I have I recently accidentally returned a book early, so that was a bummer. But I did reach out to the Libby support, and they told me who to email at my library. And I'm waiting for someone to respond at my library. I know they're super busy. Libraries are just amazing resources for everyone. I mean, we as you know, normal consumers might use it a little bit, but the library is a place for many people that are not like us to go to get resources, to go use the internet, to go find help with forms um, for the government or other things. Um, it's just um, amazing that we have a good library system. And I am so thankful that in my city, I live in a big city, um, we have such a good library system. And I'm so thankful um, in my um, hometown in Savannah, you know, they've got, um, a couple like newer libraries and I'm proud of that. Um, but when, when I was growing up there, I think there was only two and, um, one librarian was really mean to me, so I didn't go <laughs> lot. but, uh, the ones here are great and in Atlanta at least. And, um, when I got my library card, I got stickers. So, yeah and now because of covid of course you can't go in the library and go check out books willy-nilly but they do have a drive-up service so if you don't have your library card get it do your best to get it get those apps there's um the entertainment apps are hoopla and canopy and i believe hoopla has books as well but it has um some like bbc and um masterpiece and acord TV shows, which are pretty cool. Canopy has more like artsy films, uh, so you can feel Criterion without the Criterion price. And Libby is my jam. It's how I get books. Um, I did sign up for Audible, and it used to be free with Prime, and sometimes that little picture will pop up that says free with Prime. It is not. They will charge you $14.99 a month, and that's worth one book, one credit, unless they have a sale. And um, I just feel like with Libby, I don't need that. So I have paused my Audible account and uh, I will go back to it when I need to. Um, yeah, so pausing is a good way to offset some of those 
extra costs. Um, I know lots of gyms aren't charging you for membership. If you are still getting charged for your gym or life, any lifestyle center, talk with them and let them know, you know, if you're not using their services, you shouldn't be paying for it. You know, that's just the truth. Um, class pass has been really good. And I think since March, they haven't been charging people and they have, um, some virtual classes you can still take and you still have your credits, but they're not charging you every month. So it's like, bravo class pass. Thank you. Um, I haven't been, um, keeping up with any credits for, uh, any like that my spin studio I loved um, because I am frightened of going into a gym. I might try it because one of my favorite instructors is um, she's instructing at a place like right down the street, but I'm still really scared. So yeah. Um, other things you can do to save money, pay attention to where you are shopping. I, um, pay attention to the Costco sales. I pay attention to the coupons and digital coupons for certain stores. Um, and look at where you're shopping and look at what savings they have. Target has a really great um, app and program called Target Circle. It used to be called something else. Oh, what was it? I can't remember. So you basically go to Target Circle and they have tons of savings in coupons for you. It could be 5% off um, a bag of a certain kind of apples. It could be 25% off a brand of milk, a dollar off of toothpaste. And you just click those savings and then you scan your app barcode when you check out. Um, you can also use some of those savings online. It'll tell you how you can use the savings sometimes some of them are only in store or pickup sometimes it's online in store and pick up everything um so it's good to keep an eye out and instead of doing it at the store although when i go with my mom she'll be like here scan everything and see if it's on your your app and she'll just hand everything to me and i'll just scan it and it, when you scan it, it does pop up if it has a coupon or not um, but i'll usually at home i'll just open up the app and i'll go and click through all the coupons so i already have them loaded for when i go to the store kroger has a similar process but it's easier they have um, and both of these um, programs use coupons that are traditional manufacturer coupons that you'll see like in ads and things. Um, so at, at Kroger, you can't use, if you have the physical coupon, you can't use it with theirs because it's kind of the same deal. Um, so Kroger has a ton of digital coupons. You sign into your account and if you have a little Kroger key tag or if you use your phone number, that's great. But you sign into your account and you just click on all the coupons you think you're going to use for your shopping trip. You can also look up things while you're in the aisle waiting to check out. Um, but I do the same thing with Kroger. I'll go through and I'll click all the deals I need and then I just put my phone number in and I get the discounts. Um, one thing about having your phone number attached to savings accounts like these, savings accounts, um, grocery store savings accounts or 
gas saving and things like that. Um, if someone knows your phone number, they can easily steal your points or things like that. Um, I had a former friend stealing the gas points that we had and it was kind of a bummer because between my mom's prescriptions and grocery shopping and everything and getting like gift cards for the kids, um, that person stole hundreds of dollars in savings that would have been for my mom to buy gas and fill up her van and my sister to fill up her SUV to drive her kids around and that really hurt me. Um, I was able to find that out by looking in uh, the app because there, there were so many times where um, my mom would say, oh yeah, we had so many field points and now they're gone. And she, the last draw was when she sent my sister, she was like, oh yeah, we have like a dollar in field points um, to save off every gallon um, at Kroger's to go get, go fill up there. And my sister went in there there was no savings. And so I was like, that doesn't make any sense. And we thought maybe my dad had gone, maybe my brother-in-law had gone, but they didn't. And it just seemed really weird. So I looked in the account and I could see where this person was purchasing gas. I could see where they were buying groceries and putting in my phone number and what they were buying. And between the locations and what they were buying, I knew exactly who it was. Um, Kroger was really nice. The customer service was amazing. They helped me change my information and um, they gave me the 90, like 90 points back. Um, so that was really good. But it's just, you know, kind of icky that someone would could steal your phone number and um, use it to their advantage, like theft by deception, um, which seems kind of intense. But you know, it's kind of mean to do to like my mom. Like I never use the points. I just save them for my mom. Cause like I drive a Prius. I don't need gas, but she does. Um, so when you're using your personal data for these things, just be careful. That's it. Um, other stores use savings programs with digital coupons. Publix does the digital coupons and that is also linked to your phone number, but they have way less coupons than, Kroger or Target. I believe that they have more of their printed coupons in their stores. Um, so if you really like Publix, you can check out their coupons and just, you know, do that. Um, I also always pay attention to the Costco sales and Aldi, but um, generally just find your favorite store and figure out what coupon system you want to use for people with babies lots of these places um have baby programs i know years ago the Publix had the Publix baby club i believe and you could sign up and they would mail you coupons for formula diapers baby food all kinds of stuff um and uh you should sign up for yourself you should sign up for grandma you should sign up for sibling and get all those coupons and use them because they're out there. You might as well use them. And, um, yeah. So with shopping and saving, you know, try your best. Look at the coupons, look at sales, um, protect your identity, you know, and be safe out there. Wear your mask, use hand sanitizer, make a list. 
I'm one of those people that makes a list and then I just uh, meander because it's fun. You heard my story about when I went to the grocery store and talked to the cashier a lot because I was missing people. <laughs> so that's what I do. Um, another thing, another sneaky trick is if you live in a big city or if you live on a state line and there are differences in taxes, if you are spending a lot, buy things from your favorite store or from wherever in that place with the lower taxes. That is how it is um, in Atlanta. And I think when I bought my couch from Costco, I saved like $18, which isn't much, but I mean, $18, that was a tip for the delivery guys. So um, just look at stuff like that. I will often have stuff shipped to Savannah because like it'll be some stuff I'm getting for my family anyway because I save on the taxes and it all adds up. Um, yeah, if you have something like that or if you're on a state line where things are cheaper somewhere else, um, just think about it. You know, I know some of these tips and tricks might seem like it's not that much money, but if you add it all up, it could be. It could be like an extra laptop bag. I was going to say purse, but I said laptop bag to sound sensible. Um, I just wanted to be honest. Um, it could be your, you know, your whole Netflix bill for the year, you know? Um... And, I mean, with the gas savings at these places, I that's huge. A dollar gallon for 20 gallons, that's 20 bucks. And if you spend and save that much and, you know, 10 times a year, that's 200 bucks. That's a lot. It's pretty good. So try your best with that. So I think I've given you some good tips. There's tons more, but I think between budgeting, getting a financial advisor and looking at the way you spend money and how you can save it by either negotiating with companies or looking at savings or using free services from the library, I think you're set for now. If you want more tips, let me know. I'll um, follow up with a savvy shopping tip and certain apps and I'll probably reiterate the target info and things like that but um I hope this gave you a good refresher on some money saving so what I've been um keeping busy with besides watching uh Star Trek the original series is I've been watching Below Deck Med this current season of Below Deck Med has been kind of a bummer and just, uh, I'm not going to spoil it for you, but it's just kind of meh. So I've been watching, we were watching it from um, season one and I will say season four is the best. The cast or well crew of the yacht, they're so ridiculous and funny uh, most of them have accents, and I do love a good accent, um, and it's just delightful and has been fun to get into again. Besides Below Deck, um, we are also watching the new season of The Boys on Amazon um, Prime. 
It is basically about um, these superheroes that have a little too much power and these vigilantes, the boys, that are going against them. Um, it's season two now, and unlike season one, they are releasing each episode each week on Fridays, so we have to wait a little bit, but the show's so good. It's a bit uh, gory. So if you are a little squeamish or like get grossed out easily, uh, might not be the show for you. But if you like superhero shows and um, comics based on a comic, uh, it's pretty great and it's really well done. Um, yeah, it's a it's a gem. Yeah, so is Below Deck Med. That's a gem too. Um, Hannah from Below Deck Med has her own podcast. It's based on her. Um, journals and diaries from her youth. It's called Dear Diary, You're Effed. So if you think you'd like that and you like people with Australian accents, that's a good podcast to listen to. It's uh, ridiculous. It's very cheeky. Um, I don't know what accent that was, but it was an Australian. Um, and I've been listening to We Are Never Meeting in Real Life by Samantha Irby. She is an amazing writer She's black. Go girl. Um, and she just, she, this book is full of essays. She's got an older book for, full of essays and a new one. But um, this was on a list of things I should read. And so I'm listening to it. And she's great. She's so funny. There's so many like little funny jokes that you could easily miss in there. And she's just amazing. And I love it. I'm uh, trying to listen to um more black voices read more um books by black authors follow more black people and people of color and indigenous people on social media and just look at things across the board and see what i'm consuming because there's not enough um it's great when you find a show by people of color like insecure and you're like oh my god i love this i want more but there isn't any. So you have to find it. We have to find it. And it's so good. And just gets a notice sometimes. So um, Samantha Irby is kind of popular. Um, so you can easily find her books. Um, and she's on Instagram and Twitter, I believe. And she's just great. Um, so it's just... Yeah, it's a great book. So I think what I'll start doing is maybe every other book, it'll be by a um, black indigenous or person of color. Um, so I get a good breadth of entertainment from all kinds of people. And um, for you guys that signed up for the Shine app or had already had it, um, the Shine app is a black owned business so awesome um well black owned and people of color um and speaking of great topic zendaya won an emmy for euphoria oh my gosh if you haven't watched euphoria watch it it's amazing you might think it's not for you but it's so good and zendaya 
performs amazingly in it um she plays a teenager who has just gotten out of rehab and is struggling with addiction and depression and grief and she meets new friends and just all these kids are going through all these different things and it's amazing it's really well done all of the actors are fantastic and Zendaya I think she can play anyone or anything she's great and talented and smart and you know she's not that bad looking either so <laughs> so props to her that's so awesome and it makes you feel good it's like you can play someone that's depressed and unhappy and figuring it out and show this type of person that is in the world and there's tons of these types of people, um, me being one of them, and you can get a freaking Emmy because it's good content. So um, with that, I hope you've enjoyed this episode. I hope you save a little money. I hope you get some good free content from your library and think about what content you're consuming and who it's from. And I'm so glad you're consuming this content from me. You can reach me at tryyourbestpod, that's tryyourbestpod at gmail.com. And you can send a direct message to the Try Your Best Instagram account at tryyourbestpodcast on Instagram. Please rate, review, and subscribe. Go out there and try your best. Thank you. Goodbye.